Good morning from Sugar City Studios, uh, Johnson Square, beautiful historic Savannah, a sunny day here in March. Uh, Mark Hall, North Point of View with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Good morning, Mark. Walter, good morning. How are you? Great. You? Hey, I'm good. Hey, um, you and I were talking the other day, uh, the recession cycles, um, you know, decade by decade, and you you just pointed out in such a clear way as we went through that series of, you know, the, the supply side uh, uh, cause and effect of the recessions, you know, an oversupply of uh, goods, commodity, whatever it is. Um, and I've always thought about recessions being more connected to a decrease in dem- demand rather than an oversupply of goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I don't know why my brain works that way. It's like, okay, people don't have enough money. It's not there. But but the way you outlined that really gave me a clear picture uh, of how these things set up. Can you sort of roll through that again? Yeah. For an economy to, uh, to go into a recession, to have a contraction where the level of goods and services produced declines, employment declines, there has to be a cost, right? Because the population has been growing and it's projected to continue to grow, you know, uh, for the longest time. And the more people you have, the more you need to make, right? right? Just to stay everybody able to consume the same as they did before. Right. So when you get a period where GDP growth accelerates and goes above the trend, it has to be the case that some part of the economy is is, is accelerating. Um, and you want to look at that very carefully. Because what happens is if you end up with too much capacity, uh, oftentimes the guys who put the capacity in place borrowed money. And when it becomes clear that there's too much capacity and prices fall, that means profits fall, the ability to pay your debt falls, and everybody tries to, you know, they discover that there's just not enough oxygen in the room for all those folks, and they all try to get out the door at once, and and some pretty bad things happen. A few survivors and a few get trampled, right? Right. And so if you look at it historically, the 1960s, economy the 1960s, it was all about plastics. You know, the, the guy in the graduate was absolutely correct. The future was plastics. It was about transistors. Great was, movie, great clip. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Good one. Oddly enough, here we are in the 2020s and the future's plastics again. Yeah, right? there you go. But that's another story. Back to the future. <laughs> Anyways, um, the, uh, the, the 60s. So seven, okay, oh, 60s co- pla- yeah, plastics, plastics, 70s. transistors, wait, and colored TVs. Oh yeah, cool. that was a big right. deal. I remember the first time I watched Batman uh, in the evening in color. It was it was such an amazing thing to me. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, then uh, a lot of Japanese companies started producing these products. Um, they took advantage of the container ships going from U.S. to Vietnam to support the military uh, activities there. And on the way back, those ships would stop in Japan, pick up a lot of electronics, bring it to the U.S., and we were flooded with electronics. Wow. And so, guns uh, and butter. Exactly, both <laughs> guns and butter. <laughs> Plastics, you know. No. Anyway, um, so the inflation had picked up a bit. The Fed had been stepping on the brakes, so we had a recession at the end of the decade. In the seventies, what picked up was commodities, um, not just uh, uh, you know oils, but oils and metals and woods and agriculture across the board. Farmland shot up in value to over ten thousand dollars an acre. Uh, which was a huge amount of money back in the 70s, not so much these days. Uh, 
And then the Fed at the end of the 70s, well, we had a, in, in between the middle of all that, we did have that, that supply side recession because of the uh, uh, oil embargo. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but that as soon as the oil flowed again, the economy came out of it. Unfortunately, the Fed's, Federal Reserve's response to that was to uh, print a lot of money to try to help the economy out of recession, even though it's, it, what really caused it was a lack of oil, not a lack of liquidity. So that's what really accelerated the inflation. And by 1980, the Fed had to push interest rates really, really high. The discount rate reached 21%, I yeah. believe, and just crushed everything, including real estate values. Um, so that recession is over. In comes President Reagan, and he introduces Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, the aerospace and defense are the industries that in the 80s really pushed the U.S. economy higher. Um, and as we got to the end of the decade, uh, one of the things that happened is uh, the Russians had uh, collapsed. They were The Cold War came to an end. And uh, everybody thought aerospace and defense, they're, they're, they're done. But uh, anyways, we had a lot of inflation and the, the, the Fed had, had stepped on the brakes again, uh, a, a war with, uh, with Iraq. And as we came out of this, because national security wasn't driven as much by, uh, you know, we were no longer as afraid of the Russians in early 90s as we were in the 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we deregulated telephones, uh, we deregulated computers, uh, the internet, and uh, that's when the internet was born. And we had this massive investment boom in the 90s, and it was all about technology, media, and telecoms, the TMT bubble. Right. So that rose a lot and it blew up. <clears throat> and then you get into the 2000s, and the driver of the economy was uh, residential real estate speculation. And the economy just struggled. The, the GDP growth wasn't very high. We didn't have any industry really changing the structure of the economy. Uh, and in the end, we had to uh, put an end to the Ponzi scheme, but uh, it was done very badly. Uh, letting Lehman Brothers collapse was, was, a, was the same mistake the Fed made back in 1929. Oddly enough, Bernanke, the chairman of the Fed, was the author of the most authoritative research on the Great Recession. It was just such a bizarre thing to happen. I got my, my forecast all wrong because I thought he could see what I could see and would take action. Yeah. And he did the exact opposite. He helped torpedo Lehman Brothers. Yeah, oh, it was <clears> rough. I was there. Yes, it was. We all, we, we, you know, yeah. we felt that pain. So uh, then you get into the 2010s, and the big driver of, of growth hasn't been very much. It's just fracking. We're replacing you know, oil from abroad and oil from the Gulf with the oil that we get from making lots of holes in the ground in Texas, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma. So it's, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't a very spectacular growth period. But going into this next decade, it's going to be all about 5G. Interesting. Well... Uh, Walter, I just I wanted to uh, get that out there. I mean, just your context of how to look at the economy, where it, you know, where we stand now, uh, to be able to sort of uh, look at it uh, in the right context where we are. But uh, we've we've touched on the Roaring Twenties. We'll get to that at another time, right? Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Walter. Sure. sure.